I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Episode of Mysteries of the Unexplained. I am your mysterious, dark, ravishing, intelligent, and sexy host, Annie, and this is my cousin, Will. I am the lady that you used to see after 12 a.m. on the adult channel, Will O'Hanlon. <laughs> oh, you like that? Ooh, oh, oh, sultry. You were the girl that you were like, come on, phone me. And you were doing that thing with your finger that they all do, that little like come hither thing. And everyone was like, no, you're all right. And you were like, hey, hi. And you were flicking her and you were like, phone me, call me. And, and then they were, everyone was looking at their screen and they were like, no, no, love, you're okay. I don't and then, need to and then you would anyone. dial the phone number and be like this. Hey, uh, I'm just looking for one friend, just one friend. <laughs> <laughs> and you just hang up. I know I'd be like and um, I'd like you to touch yourself on your arse and then you, you'd you put your hand oh down God. to the back of your leg that flat fucking two by four that's there and you'd like touch it and I'd be like no your arse and you'd be like touching the back of your leg and I was like no your arse love and I'd be like this I'd be like this oh sir you're so kinky <laughs> <laughs> Um, hello and apologies at the same time to everyone listening out there. You might know us from a previous life where I was a beautiful goddess and Will was your somewhat intellectually deficit local redneck. Now, Will um, has come up again in the karmic life and now he is living in supported living accommodation and he produces this show with me every week so he gets a little spending money that he can spend when he goes to the shop on his outing once a week. So we're really delighted on how you're doing well and um 2021 looks like it's going to be your year thanks and meanwhile i just keep going up in the world because uh, my karmic evolution is to the point where i 
haven't committed any sins and I've been enlightened thrice over. But yes, you seem to be still stuck <laughs> at me and, and, and as disadvantaged as you make me out to be. That's, that's a bit funny. That's even bizarre. That in itself is a mystery of the unexplained. A whole episode should be dedicated to it, possibly. Somewhat of a philanthropist, I like to give back to the poorest and most vulnerable in society. Now, if you'd like to shut your dirty mouth, I'm going to bring you a story from the beyond. I will say before I begin reading this that this story may have scenes that are unsuitable for some viewers. If blood turns you off, then it's now time to turn over. If blood is your thing, then listen on, my friends. Go hunting for vampires and the vampires will hunt for you. It wasn't long in my research before I was contacted by a self-described real blood drinker who sought the vampire experience by stalking prey. Contrary to media presentations, the majority of people who participate in some way in vampire culture do not drink blood, and many even find the notion unappealing, if not altogether unsafe. Some went so far as to call it psycho. Yet it cannot be denied that a growing number of people do drink blood and find within the experience something mystical, sexual or energising. My first connection with this vampire happened online through email. I had no idea at that time that my mysterious correspondent would become a significant contributor to my vampire story files. He didn't say who he was, but he signed his early notes with a simple initial, W. I saved his email, like all the rest, and gave it little thought at the time. I've heard what you're doing, he wrote. You seek to know the true heart of the vampire, and I know something about that. I'd like to tell you about what I've done, but I don't want you to know me. note listeners that this vampire is not this weirdo from the bodyguard i wrote back and invited him to write again very quickly he did he confessed to a habit of drinking blood and said he was trying to find out more about the dark things inside himself that fed this hunger he was conflicted about it but he would not say why he had met a woman through a chat room channel that catered to vampires She was so interesting that he decided to meet her offline. He was surprised at how strong she was when she went to hug him. That night he was overcome with lust and they slept together. I'm not proud of that. Mummy raised me better. (laughs) He admitted. During the course of the evening, I bit her. I don't know why. It just seemed like the thing to do. She started to bleed, which alarmed me. But she only smiled and I felt driven to lick at her wound. Oh, I believe that's felt. That's a typo. Oh, and I felt driven to lick at her wound. (laughs) Okay, weird Hugh Grant. He felt that this was all quite uncharacteristic of him. Usually at the palace they didn't indulge in blood drunk lung. He stayed for a few days and one day she bit him, but didn't take any blood. Then he felt a strange compulsion to be with her and he said that when he touched her he felt as if electricity was passing through his body. Some nights he would wake to find her standing over him. 
Other times when he sat with her, he'd feel sleepy or pass out altogether. <laughs> Maud? Is this Maud again? <laughs> it's Maud from last Boring week. Him Boring him to death. Stop taking my fucking lines, bitch. <laughs> As they got to know each other, she told him she was into magic, admitted that she was a psychic vampire. He wasn't sure what this was, but when he got home, he read a book about it and believed that he was now under her spell. He experienced mood swings and felt a strong hunger for blood. Someone he knew was into Wicca. Wicca, Wicca, Wicca! Whoa. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. I don't know what happened. I won't do that again. Malfunctioned. And told him he was being turned into a vampire. He felt confused and afraid. It all happened after I lost my fiancé, he told me. It was a very difficult time for me. I had just gotten done watching Forever Night, and I logged onto my computer. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) And I logged onto my computer. I went onto the chat room and typed, Vampire. Lo and behold, there was such... There, the channel... What? Lo and behold... There, the channel was. Everyone was so kind and I made many friends. One day, someone invited me to Vampire Hall. Over the course of time, I grew close to this woman. Let's call her Magus. (laughs) 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 This sounds like he... This sounds like he he dialed into MSN Messenger and was just like, Hello, I'm a vampire. Yeah, because I realised when I was doing this that you can literally do that. There's a world of these people out there that are all into this. Welcome to 2021, Annie. (laughs) Although this book has a definite like 90s feel from it. Yeah, it definitely does. So God knows they're probably all in in a clinic for bloodborne viruses by now. But listen, she told him she was having trouble with a former boyfriend and was afraid of him. Magus refused to let him ever take her picture and insisted that he remove the silver cross he always wore around his neck, which he did. I don't know why, he said, but it went okay for a while. Still, I noticed presences, I guess you'd call them, and she kept wanting me to touch her tarot cards and wands. (laughs) We were talking marriage, and I went home to get some money together. She had given me a strange necklace. She said never to take it off. She said her essence was in there and that she'd blessed the necklace and had used it during all her spell casting. Now, this will sound weird, but sometimes that necklace felt hot. Sometimes it would throb. And sometimes it would feel like it was pressing against me. One night, I got up to get a drink of water, and the damn thing was up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I might have added that in. I might, okay, I, I'll just, I'm sorry, I got carried away. One night, I got up to get a drink of water, and I swear I saw her all in black, walking up the hall to my room. I sent back her necklace, and I, then I noticed presidents. <laughs> presidents of the past. Lincoln. <laughs> I, s- I sent back her necklace and then noticed presences that felt intensely evil. 
W consulted a Wiccan who gave him some incense to burn. Oh, great. That'll get rid of everything. And who urged him not to give in to his hunger to food, lest he transform himself into a psychic vampire. She urged him to say the Lord's Prayer whenever he felt the hunger come upon him, but his nemesis would not leave him alone. She said she wanted my soul, that she would bond me to her body and soul forever. <laughs> Jesus, that would be your worst nightmare if a woman did that to you. Yeah. T- <laughs> oh God, yeah. That'd be hell. <laughs> that would, that would, that would be the cherry. That would put, that would put hair on your knuckle. <laughs> Let me tell you that. It is, put hair on your that knuckle. Fuck, it is, fix your watch. Let me tell you that. He told me he was afraid and asked whether I thought he was being turned into a vampire. He had annoying hunger that seemed insatiable and the place where she bit him often throbbed and hurt. That's because you got hepatitis, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Massive infection. He had dreams about the woman and felt that she was nearby. I asked him to tell me some of his dreams and the influence of role playing was evident in the language and images. W admitted that he'd role-played on the chatroom channels with her. Oh, God! And that she'd called him her knight. Apparently, if they call you their knight, then you're bound to them forever till the end of eternity because you were playing a fucking PlayStation game with them. He also hadn't been with a woman in quite a long time and was fairly vulnerable to a damsel in distress who wanted a man to rescue her. What I said to him was this... I've heard of others who have had a similar experience to yours. To some extent, the power this woman has over you is psychological. Yes, to some extent it is, yo mm. fucking crapbag. Definitely. She made suggestions and possibly used hypnosis to get you to think and feel certain ways. And the more you do, the more aware you are of what has happened. And that magnifies the fear and sense of doom. You can certainly resist becoming a vampire if you want to. Do you? Do you want to? If not, then you'll start to view people as prey. You'll fall into patterns of manipulation and exploitation and you'll feel more and more empty with a deep need to fill up by taking from others. About his concerns over the bite, I said, if you feel the bite when you are aware of her, that's a sort of trance induction. But you have power over it. You can shut it out. Whenever you feel this hunger or feel afraid of her, start counting. Get your mind. Get your One, two, three, four. No, I don't have hepatitis. Everything's okay. Get your mind into something else. If she feels your strength, she'll move on to weaker prey. I heard from him several times over the next six months, and he admitted that her influence was weakening. At one point, she even asked for forgiveness, but he did his best to avoid her. And there was no reason to believe he would ever become a vampire from this experience psychic or otherwise so let me get this straight basically he bl- he ghosted her and then she just went away because he ghosted her that's how <laughs> that's how you get rid of a vampire <laughs> by just not interacting with same them same way you and, get and rid of all they... those weirdos that you meet online <laughs> that is solid advice now, well, this might seem like a whole pile of hoot nanny, right? And I was like, I was like, when I came across this, story, I was like, this book must be a joke. Like this book about vampires that I've been reading to you from is called Piercing the Darkness. 
by Catherine Ramsland. And, um, but this actually started off with a real disappearance of a real woman. Uh, in the summer of 1996, a reporter called Susan Walsh went missing from Manhattan and she had been investigating the vampire underworld and some people thought that it was the vampires in Manhattan that had been responsible for her disappearance, right? So this one, um, oh. yes, and she was never seen again. Never seen again. Now, she did have a kind of a mixed up background. She had been... Look, she'd been a stripper and she was a bit of a drinker, but sure, aren't we all? And um, she, but she was a really serious journalist and she went investigating this thing and then she went missing. So this Catherine Lam- Ramsland one was like, oh, right, I'm going to investigate like the real vampire undercover in the, in the States today. And it's like, it's fucking huge. They're fucking everywhere. And, and, Really? And there's loads of them who actually do meet up in places and drink each other's bloods. Like they drink each other's blood and they actually believe that they're like reincarnated vampires. I fucking frightened the fucking shite out of me, I tell you that. Each to their own. I did know I did know that though. I think um there was there a documentary maybe that Louis Theroux did oh. or somebody did on, on real life vampires. I don't know if it was actually him. But um, yeah, that they're they like drink each other's blood. Yeah, and stuff. they're like they're um, mad into it, and they're all like they're totally mm. like it. Totally reminds me of these guys in school that were like the guys that just listen to death metal and they sit in the corner with like their hair dyed black and they're like, my life is really shit, man, and everything's really sad, and I'm just sad. So then they think because um they look like the guys out of interview with a vampire that they probably are vampires and then they start going around to clubs and cutting people by the ear and sucking the blood out of them each to their own I suppose and it's like to get their kick out of it it's very sexual know? thing it's very apparently very sexual that's now, it I, that's what I, I read mean. to you out of a very um a very vanilla part of the book some parts of this book I had to put down and go downstairs oh, and get oh. a glass of water I'm sending it to you in the post sir Will because I know you're hard up for kicks at the moment oh yes oh please please I'll wait every day for it now <laughs> <laughs> so do you think do don't you, you think, send me a bullshit bitch <laughs> Do you think people can actually become cause, like a psychic vampire? Because this is what this guy thinks happened. Because he let the girl, because he let the girl bite him and because he bit her, he thought that they were like somehow like psychologically entwined and that she was like a, a psychic vampire as in she was feeding off his energy. Um, I think that one side of me thinks that it's all psychological that it's just like all in his head and he was also he was in that world like he wanted to believe that subconsciously yeah and then was like oh yeah, yeah. and then by her given given things like that like the thing around his neck and stuff and oh like i like i think he just misread that i'd say like that thing around his neck probably just got hot from his own body heat and then maybe whenever like he leaned forward it swung forward for a bit or something and then when he leaned back it, it pressed against him and it was still warm and he was like oh, 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 oh. yeah and like, you're not you're not meant to shove it up your bum like that's no not what but it for. no but it does feel great <laughs> you know and it's each to their own in that sense well, the book is on its way to you in the post there, Will. As I said, I thought that you needed a little pick-me-up. So I don't think... We probably won't have episodes for of the podcast for the next two to three weeks because you'll be indulging in the book and then going to A&E afterwards. Now, <laughs> it is time to oh take a God. little break and we will be back to you with my favourite part of the week. It's Ask Will You Anything. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ask Willie anything. Hi. I thought I'd give you a little kind of Michael Bublé-ish kind of like winking yeah. at you and pointing double fingers at you. I thought you might like that. Old women seem to like yeah, it. Yeah, I did like it. I did like You're it. You're on the same kind of frequency as older ladies. Now, William, we yeah. have a few questions for you that were sent in from vampires. Oh. And the first question is, <laughs> just in keeping with... Uh, but they're, they're vampires are like regular people as well. They just, they like, they like regular things and they like finding things out about people so um question number one is well what's something that you thought you'd have already done by now but hasn't oh i learned how to drive (laughs) oh whoa that one came like straight out there was no thinking about it like that has been that is there knowing at you but i would like in your defense i would like to say you are learning how to drive sorry is this my question or your question Sorry, it's just, I just hear this parrot chip-chapping in the background and someone had asked me a question. 
sorry, just a little like a pip parish that started going bip 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 bip. Um, yeah, I thought I would have learned to drive by now. You see, I did. I left home when I was quite. <laughs> I just sound. I left home. Big long story. Imagine three hours later. No, I left home and moved to a city and didn't really need a car. And then I moved to a bigger city and then renting and living in that city and having a car would have been like basically then you would have had beans and toast for the rest of your week and um, so I just never <laughs> I never bothered and now that I've moved back home I'm like oh my god I need a car so then I started I've done I have done t- 10 lessons but then with the pandemic and mm-hmm. that has really like shot the shit out of it mm-hmm. because it's been like lessons have been ongoing but then they'd stopped and now they're back mm-hmm. and now they stopped and now they're back they're stopped again and then there's a big waiting list. So yeah, I would have thought I would have done it by now, but I am doing it now. So yeah. yeah. But then if you were driving at the moment, you'd have nowhere to fucking go anywhere. Well, I could go down and slap you across the face for starters. <laughs> <laughs> Just a journey, a long three-hour journey down to slap you across the face and then back in the car. There's and back actually, home. I'm sorry, but in Ireland, the Republic of Ireland right now, <laughs> there's actually a 5k lockdown, so you won't be able to go down and slap you across the face. <laughs> I come under the cover of night. Mm, like the vampire that you are. Question yes. number two, William. Yes. What were you most afraid of when you were younger? And do you still have that fear? This is a two-part question and I hope your little brain will be able to stretch to remember the second part of it by the time you've answered the first. Thank you. <laughs> um, When I was young, I was afraid. Okay, I probably would have been afraid of like... Uh, some sort of cryptid or something that would have been outside like a, in my imagination I would have been like oh there's like there's like a werewolf or like a Bigfoot type creature that's outside in the dark rummaging around and then it's just going to look in my window and I'm going to see it in my bed and be like bah! but really but really it was just the beginnings of my psychic development where I saw the future and meeting you and you were the Bigfoot your image was blurred. <laughs> I like to think I'd be more of a, 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 a nymph. But anyway, continue. <laughs> no, you're definitely a kind of hair-covered creature <laughs> with gnawing teeth and uh, kind of googly eyes. Um, <laughs> okay, bitch, you're getting too close <laughs> to the fucking truth now because oh I do God. have googly eyes. No, you continue. Don't. No, you don't. Um... But yeah, I suppose I just like long dates and I just like uh, going to the beach sometimes. Also, mm, I don't know, the woods or sitting on a cliff and watching the waves underneath roll by. <laughs> I loved it when John brought me in his Cadillac and we kissed in the back seat. Mm. Yeah, you've forgotten the second part of the question. I knew that your little one cell oh, brain would not part? be I able didn't. to remember yeah. it. Do you know what? Whenever you Couldn't were saying, remember it. whenever you were saying second Couldn't part, I already it. was shutting down. Sorry, what was the second part? Do you still have the fucking fear, Will? Oh, do I have still fear? Um, mm, yeah. I still would be like, oh, imagine if something looked in your window. Bitch, nobody wants to look in your fucking window. Nobody and it was wants some to look sort in of your creature. window. No type of creature. Not the most <laughs> pathetic, but not wish, the most but pathetic hard creature in the world wants to look in your window. And by the way, I know that the answers to both those <laughs> oh questions that were actually incorrect because I know that your biggest fear is the vagine. Oh, see, oh, sure, you know everything. 
Sure, you know everything, you see. Why I, I don't do. even know. I tell you the next section that we have on the episode where you're asking me a question, I'll just be silent and we'll let the parish yeah. run. We'll let the parish run. You'd be better run. off, really. You'd be better off. Okay, thanks for your half-assed answers. And now we're going to take a little break and we will be back with some bizarre news. William, please quieten down and stop chewing on your gum over there because I am getting some breaking news coming into the newsroom. Boop, 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 boop. Nobody knows where this giant penis statue came from or where it went. Every possible clue is being investigated, but so far there are none. For several years, hikers to the Grunten mountaintop in southern Bavaria have been greeted by an unseemly yet amusing sight. A seven-foot-tall statue of a penis. But now, the famous phallus has suddenly disappeared. According to the Guardian, the phallic wooden sculpture went missing in late November after it stood on the 5,700-foot-high top mountain for years. Nobody knows how the giant phallus got there, but according to local lore, the sculpture was left on the mountain by a family that received it as a prank birthday gift for their son. Ownership of the sculpture remains unknown to this day. In any case, the giant sculpture, which weighed somewhere between 400, somewhere around 400 pounds, was probably too much trouble to remove, so it was left there undisturbed. It gained notoriety among travellers who would pose by the phallus as they gazed out at the beautiful vistas. <laughs> now the giant penis sculpture has disappeared just as mysteriously as it first appeared on the German mountain. All that's left in its place is a pile of sawdust. Someone must have sawed it over in cloak and dagger operation, said one of the nearby Grundhütte Lodge. No matter how or what. <laughs> No matter how or why the penis sculpture arrived at the mountain, locals seemed saddened at its sudden disappearance. The mayor of the nearby town, Rettenberg, described the missing phallus case as a great pity, since they'd lost a u- an, uh, since they'd lost an unusual attraction that helped make the area a unique tourist destination. This has been Annie Gan for <laughs> the bizarre. I have to say, it's one of the best things I've ever got. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> You just love that. You're mad about it. Oh, and well, there's one more thing. I sent you on a little photo there when I was researching my vampire thing. I sent you on a little book that I found online. And um, it's called How to D- Get a Date with a Vampire. And I thought this, this was a joke book. I actually thought it was a joke when I came across it. But I actually read the book from cover to cover. And it's a real book. And it tells those of us out there who might be inclined to get a vampire date exactly how to get one and what to do with him once you've got him. And I'm going to post it up on the Patreon page there because I know some of you little weirdos out there are just mad to get a date with a vampire. It does look it does look pretty good, though. Like it ha- it's very late 80s, I presume. Um, it has how to get a date with a vampire and what to do with him once you've got him. And then it has like questions on the front or no it has things on the front where it's just like like take a look inside why why vampires make better boyfriends look into my eyes what he says what he means top 10 ways to cover up those embarrassing <laughs> hickeys why why going steady may not be such a good idea and then it has in the top corner bonus section vampire astrology are you his blood type what the fuck <laughs> God, this is fucking real. It's a. I was waiting for the joke. It, there's no joke. It's real. 
this woman wants to set you up with a vampire and she thinks that um she's going to do it by by blood type astrology. I, I think she's mentally ill. Is this the back cover where it says, ah, vampires, they know how to dress. They know what to say. They're hopelessly romantic, devastatingly sexy and passionately sincere. Best of all, they know how to make a commitment. They're everything a girl could want and a boyfriend and more. The trick is getting a date with one. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and then, then she goes on to say, then she goes on to say, now you can all learn you can learn all the tricks and traps of dating a vampire of your dreams from spotting him in a crowd of mere mortals to taking the big lunge into permanent relationship, as well as perfecting your swoon, coping with your different schedules, handling his old girlfriends, introducing him to your parents, putting together the ultimate vampire babe wardrobe and much more. How to get a date with a vampire is the one guy that shows you how to really sink your teeth into a romantic relationship <laughs> and live happily ever after. And then there's a picture of her with like that kind of like that 90, 90s blonde bleach like hair that's fucking has volume because it's it's frazzled. Per, permed out to the max. And that is so sad. Like she's mentally it. How the hell does she get to a book like? I don't know. Well to be single in a pandemic if she got a publishing if she got a publishing deal you are you are set for stardom bitch and you're when you let your curls grow out when you let your curls grow out a little bit you get that kind of i know like, well hopefully so permy kind of look just a few highlights now i do you know me so well you do, you actually do know, know me so well oh, precious you know, precious you know me so well you so so guys, if you would like more of this, who doesn't want more of this in their lives? You can sign up to our Patreon and get bonus mysteries of the unexplained, bonus mysteries of the unexplained episodes. Or three seasons of our lost baby called What the Fuck is in this book? It's actually gas. Like there's loads of gas stuff in there. Like there's bullshit now. You'll have to wade through Will's fucking moronic fucking rattling. But there's some gems. My episodes. <laughs> Um, Thanks. So, and Thanks. you can also give a shout out on this show. You can have your name coming out of this beautiful mouth. <laughs> and you can also follow us on our socials. You can find us on Instagram at Mysteries of the Unexplained Pod or on Twitter at Mysteries Pod. Or you can join our Facebook group, which is Mysteries of the Unexplained. Boop, 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 boop. Thank you so much for all of your support this new year. We have been just overwhelmed with it and it's so great to be back again. We love you guys. Join us next week when we delve into more mysteries of the unexplained. Bye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.